and welcome back to Passport Foreign Wallet, the sometimes bi-weekly uh, podcast about all of our misadventures and travels. I am your personal life coach and spiritual guru, Al, and as always, I am joined by soon to be starring in Deadpool 3, AJ. <laughs> it's soon to be starring in Deadpool. Should I even ask what character I would be in this movie? I don't know. I just saw, I just looked down and I saw Deadpool and Deadpool 2 um, on my DVD stand and and I had nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> it was either that or you, or you were going to be part of Entourage. And I thought, what's more culturally relevant? A TV show that's been off the air for about seven years or Deadpool? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so we are finally at the Antwerp episode. We are. Uh, so glad we we I, I felt with the last episode it was like we were trying to stay so positive even though our experience wasn't the best and obviously if you've listened to the episode you'll you'll know how the meow meow beans went on that episode it was yeah. not good it was not no. good so hopefully we'll get more meow meow beans in this episode yes yes well that's what we're hoping for um uh, i think we had more fun in antwerp um even though we were only there for the day we we, we definitely um uh there was a bit of trepidation after um after going to um amsterdam but i think yeah i think i think we we uh we had a different experience um than what we had on the last one so definitely let's, let, 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 let's get right into it let's not bore them anymore with our uh, uh really crap patter so um as we mentioned in the last episode we uh stayed in Eindhoven and we decided to do day trips out um this was obviously another one uh it's about so uh, Antwerp's about an hour away um mm-hmm. and we and we took the uh the lovely Flix bus shout out to Flix bus again who we absolutely would recommend highly across uh, if you're traveling across Europe. Um, yeah, only took about an hour, so mm. you know, very easy journey. Um, you know, what, what, there's not really much sort of to say about that one. Um, if it was a longer journey, I might have talked about the bus trip a bit more, but you know, yeah, there's, there's not much you can really sort of talk about. We we got there for about ten o'clock in the morning um, and mm. left about four. Um, organizing the buses was really easy, really simple. Um, and yeah, that's probably all I can, I can really sort of talk about when it comes to the actual journey side of things. It wasn't really, um, there wasn't really anything that that was super eventful or super exciting or anything that would be other than we were on a bus. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got like the potential, um, because we are a fan of the Flux bus and other bus companies in and around Europe. Um, we probably will do an episode in the future of like our top five favorite bus journeys or something like that. And I have to say, yeah, this would not be one of them. It wasn't that it was unpleasant. It was just, it's very flat land. Um, I think we said that in the Eindhoven episode, because obviously quite a lot of that area is like reclaimed land and things like that. So it's flat land and fields. And I have to say the fields didn't have anything exciting in them because I think it was, it was Switzerland that had like corn, corn fields um that was quite cool but yeah this had nothing so what we'll do is how about we will take a pause here and then we will get straight into my favorite segment of the show fun with facts sounds good okie dokie we got fun facts with AJ. 
So let's get into these facts about Antwerp. So we're all familiar with the facts I'm going to talk about. However, I have now decided in future episodes we're going to have bonus facts as well. I feel the love and the energy from all the fact giving that I am going to give you more. So let's get into the old routine stuff. So they use the euro as their currency. They drive on the right side of the roads. The uh, population of Antwerp is actually half a million. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. I don't know if it's just because of the day when we went and just the, the feeling and that it kind of stuff. Busy. Yeah, but I didn't. it didn't feel like it was half a million busy. No, 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 no way. Um, Schengen rules apply and they use the types C and E plug outlets. So your bonus facts. Um, so did you know that Antwerp was actually home to the world's first stock exchange? I did not know that. Yes. Um, some people I think would think it was like London or America that would have the world's first stock exchange, but no, it was Antwerp. And the reason off the you know back of why they had create the stock exchange was because they are the diamond capital of the world um so about 84 percent of rough diamonds go through antwerp before they get um you know sculpted and cut and polished and sold on to to other jewelers but yeah wow i actually didn't know that that is the first time that i have enjoyed f- fun facts ah uh... You know, normally oh, I'm you. just normally I'm just barking on about the fact that uh, you know, it's just plug sockets and everything on Schengen rules and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but no, that was actually very informative. Well done, well done, you. Thank you, thank you. So, yeah, leading leading on to it being the diamond capital of the world, one of one of the districts that we went to in Antwerp was the diamond district. Um, and I have to say, it was. It was really nice going to a street where it was mostly independent sellers and you clearly get the vibe that, you know, these establishments have been around for hundreds of years and it had been like fourth, fifth, sixth generations that were that were still doing, you know, jewellery and, and diamond crafting and things like that. I thought that was really cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, and it, and it was lovely to look at in the window. By God, I could not afford anything. Um, <laughs> but yeah it was um it's it's really important to to antwerp um and their identity um the same with their links to the sea and maritime because obviously they were a big shipping port hence the diamonds um so that was kind of if i could put antwerp in a nutshell for me it's diamonds and sea (laughs) well it wasn't just that (laughs) i mean uh there, there was I think when we got there, uh, I think one of the big highlights that you sort of see, and it's right by the uh, the bus station and things like that, is um, their their train station is quite a, um, I, I believe it's a, or it would have to be a heritage listed building, I would assume by now, um, but it's a beautiful old sort of school uh, train station, and um, it, it I took a photo of it while we were there, and 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 it's just it really does like it's very striking, the building itself. Would you say um, it's the world's most beautiful train station? Well, I, th- I, I, I would, and I believe other people have called it yes, that as well. They yes, they have. Yes, I was, I was leading onto that. Well done again. <laughs> well done, you. Look at you. You're picking up on the on the hints that I'm given this time. You know, these production meetings are actually starting to to pay off for us. I think I think we're, uh, you know, we're getting better at this. 
<laughs> so it's, all, it's only take us, you know, eight months, but you know, fair enough. Uh, yeah, um, eight, eight months and what, twenty episodes? But yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> but seriously, the central station is absolutely stunning, and you know, you see the outside of it, and you're like, oh my god, this is beautiful. I actually thought it was a cathedral. I thought it was the main cathedral, and you're like, okay, is this beautiful on the outside? Is it going to be that beautiful in the inside? Because normally it ain't. And by God, even inside, it was stunning. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And it obviously it doesn't cost you anything to go in um, unless mm-hmm. you're obviously catching a train and things like that. But um, well worth a look um, if you're ever in Antwerp, um, even just for the, you know, just to spend a couple of minutes in there, just to sort of marvel at the uh, the building itself. Because, it, yeah, it really is worth just, just sort of uh, going and checking that one out. Um, now, Do you know what? I, the, hold on two seconds. I'm just going to pause there. I was just thinking this off the top of my head. Did it not give you, like, the outside of the train station, did it not give you vibes of um, St. Mark's Church in Venice? Not really, no. Just like with the domes? Not really, no. No? (laughs) You paused for that. Just just so you know, you paused for that. You you went, hang on. No, no. I need to say this. I I need to get this out. (laughs) ah well i think it does have a look at the photos if you've been to antwerp and you've been to venice please feel free to comment do you think it kind of gives the vibe of you know st mark's dome let me know (laughs) yes please we we wait with (laughs) bated breath on that one um right what were you gonna say anywho um i wanted to talk about some of the other stuff that was there as well because obviously Mm. there were um other things that were unique, um, especially given that we had just come from the Netherlands and things like that. So we wanted to really sort of, we didn't want to just bore you with that we went to places to eat and we walked around the streets and things like that, which we did. Uh, We were very lucky though. It was, I believe it was fashion week um, when we were there. Um, So there was lots of that sort of around the streets and there was opera singers. Now, I don't know a lot about opera, but you do. So I was going to throw to you on this part because oh. I know you you knew a bit more about this. Same with the fashion stuff because you you actually paid more attention to it. I was just I like, am a wearer of clothes. Yes, I, I am familiar with yes. fashion. I I am a wearer of clothes. Yes, yes. I have I, multiple clothes. <laughs> I am also a wearer of clothes, but I tend to wear the same clothes over and over and over and over. So I don't really have a horse in this race. So okay. I thought I thought you know what. You know who's better at this? You. <laughs> so take it away. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were very fortunate. So there was actually two festivals on when when we were there. So, yep, there was Antwerp Fashion Weekends, and there was also um, Smackmeesters, which translates as Tastemasters, um, and it's a culinary food festival. So... It didn't matter if you were in a shopping mall and you were seeing runways done or if you were outside in the streets with um, cooking lessons and freebie samples and all that stuff. But yes, during the thick of it, there were these opera singers and they were, um, I don't know if they were amateur or professional, um, but they sounded very professional to me. Um, and yeah, they were just there with um, one of those, which Michael was, it's amps, you know, amp with a microphone. 
um, and a wee backing track, a wee piano backing track um, to accompany them and just sang, just there. And same, they weren't actually busking. They didn't have like hats or anything. There wasn't like an incentive or a place where you could like put money down for donations. They weren't punting CDs or anything like that. They literally just went, you know what? It's a nice day. I'm going to take my amp and I'm just want to sing some songs to people. Um, And yeah, I have to say we've been very fortunate in a lot of cities that, um, you know, where street performers and things like that are, you know, the best of the best. Um, I have to say one of my favourite cities for street performance is Dublin. I always think the singing quality on Grafton Street is second to none. But then sometimes um, you have individuals like the the puppet man um, that is based at uh, St Enoch Square in Glasgow. Um, and he, he he's a different person. Um, I wouldn't say his quality is very good. Um, <laughs> do you know the guy I'm talking about? No, I have absolutely no idea. I don't know where this is going now. We, we're supposed to be talking about Antwerp. You, I know. You, just... You've taken us to Glasgow. <laughs> no, I was just saying about the quality of like street performance. Like, you know, when you go, um, okay, here we go. Here's an example. Um, so, yeah, beautiful opera singer in Antwerp, um, mm. Arnold Cox and Eindhoven. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. So you get like some really top quality, beautiful, professional singers or people that should be professional singers. And then you get um, more colorful um, budget performances. Okay. Well, that's a really nice way of putting it. If if, uh, you're talking about a guy screaming Bible verses at you versus someone singing beautifully at you. Um, Yeah, it's it's much nicer to have the opera than it is to have a guy yelling Bible verses. Um, I think we can all all agree that. But back to um, back to the fashion weekend. Yeah, it was it was just a really it was a really nice celebration. And there was a beautiful um, shopping center actually in Antwerp. And I remember we went in by accident and it didn't look very assuming from like the main street. But then when we went in, it turned out to be the old festival hall. Mm. It was huge, absolutely yeah. massive. It, to look, to give you an idea, to look at it out the front, you it looked like a single doorway. So, like it mm. was a, a, you would have thought that this was like maybe one room in a in a building. It was, it, it looked tiny, and then you go down a little hallway and it just opens up to this yeah. giant hall, and it was, yeah, unbelievably like the way that's constructed was just insane. It, it was brilliant. Yeah um so yeah so they obviously had the runway and it was it was a really good mix of you know your high-end stuff but also like H&M the local H&M had a had a bit on the runway so it was very it didn't matter what your budget was um you were you were going to get something out of this fashion show which I thought was great um and yeah and then as we said out in the squares they had the the Tastemasters festival as well um which was yeah just absolutely thriving bustling um lots of cooking demonstrations um i would say it was a bit more instructive than the you know the food market we went to Ljubljana. we mentioned it in the Ljubljana episode mm. it was a bit different to that so the one in Ljubljana, you know you would you would go for the food to buy the food and eat the food this was more 
how to cook. We're going to show you how to cook the food. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it was still good. It was no, it was great. It was it was really good. And then at the end, um, I think they were you could get instructions from mm. um and and that sort of thing. So yeah, the the whole city just had this um really great vibe about it while we were there, um, which was great. The other place that we went to um, was the Museum by the Stream, uh, uh, which has, I, in, although it, it's it's been put down in in writing that it is the best viewpoint of the city, um, but in the my, best yeah. free one, the best yes, free best one. free one, yeah, absolutely, it gives you a a full three hundred and sixty degree view. Um, there's a viewing platform up the top. Um, it is open air, uh, so uh, if you've got any you know, concerns around uh, um, COVID and all that sort of stuff still. It's open air, so you can just go up and all that sort of thing. You did not go up. Um, we've, we've talked to death about your uh, spectacular level of, of right. uh, Hold on. being frightened Hold on. Of, of heights. <laughs> Hold on. It was it was a nine-floor nine building, okay? Yeah. The ninth floor was the one that was open air. I went to the eighth. I went to the eighth, and I touched the window. I actually walked up to the window and I touched the window. It was a bit disorientating because, um, as Al said, it's Museum by the Stream and it talks about like maritime and stuff. So the eighth floor had like a wavy window. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was. It wasn't just like a straight piece of glass. It was wavy. Um, so I went up and I touched it. I you ran did. away. I ran away after it, but I did you touch did. it. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I can, I still cannot believe that was free. Like you could easily charge like eight euros for that. You could, and the the some of the parts of the the museum were really interesting as well. Mm. It gives you uh, a sort of a, an overview of the city. Um, it talks about obviously the the diamond trade, and it talks about um, their relationship with with obviously maritime, as, as AJ uh, pointed out. Uh, but look, if you're not really interested in that, it does have a, a cracking viewpoint. It really is fantastic and it's full 360 degree as i mentioned it's it's well worth 10 minutes uh because it doesn't take long to get go up nine floors um obviously there's a lift and everything like that so it's it's well worth your time um, and it's the nice walk because it's it's a little bit out i would say it's probably yeah. what 10 minutes out because it's obviously on the marina um rather than obviously in the thick of the old town um yeah. and it's a re it's a really nice walk I have yeah. to say, because normally I find, don't know if you find the same, I found this in Copenhagen, where some parts, if it's still an active port, it can seem quite industrial. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't like that at all, really. It wasn't I mean, like they, that at all. They had it round the corner, I think, yeah, where they there had was, the, the there was proper elements. heavy stuff. Yeah, there was like, well, as I said, there's, there's like elements of that, um, mm. but as far as they try and push that out, out, sort of outside the city a little bit more, so that way when you're yeah. just walking around, um you get the pretty views yeah basically they've, they've really constructed the city really well and it's it's um yeah no it was really good um other than that we we didn't as i said we only really spent a day there um we 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 certainly um you know enjoyed our time uh we didn't really mix too much with the locals but you know they were all very pleasant anyone we did speak to very pleasant very nice um, but everybody was just kind of doing their own thing because there was so much going on in the city. Um, it was just, yeah, everyone's just walking around and just looking at things. And, and it was just a great vibe of, of a day. I, I don't know whether you felt any different, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was, 
oh, how do I put it? Um, it was a very welcomed tonic after the chaos of Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, yeah, it was very welcomed. And, and for me, for the whole trip, it saved the whole trip for me. Yeah. Um, just being able to have such a positive experience, as you said, people being really friendly um, and just kind of being left to my own devices rather than being, you know, bombarded with, you know, things um, that I spoke about in the last episode. But before we go to our conclusion, I do want to talk about one highlight for me, which you have not mentioned so far about Antwerp. Okay. So next to the central station, you can easily miss this, but right next to the central station is the oldest zoo in the world. We were going to talk about that on the next one, the next segment. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Let's take a break and talk about it in the next segment, then, shall we? I was Let, doing so uh, well. I, I, that's why I paused. I was like, oh, no, she's going to mention the zoo. <laughs> we will take a short break and then we will, we will talk sh- about the zoo. Exactly. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's AJ, one half of Passport Fun Wallet here. Um, I have once again failed at the production meeting, so um, we're going to talk about the zoo now. Is is that? Do I have permission to talk about the zoo now? The zoo? Oh my god! What a shock! I mean, that's it. Just came out of nowhere. I, I had no idea you were going to talk about the zoo. So spontaneous. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> That Antwerp Zoo is the oldest zoo in the world. I did not know that. This is totally new information. Uh, I liked the zoo. I liked the zoo. I thought it was nice. It was it was beautiful and it was the part that we went into was free. Um, Yeah, you can see the flamingos for free, which is pretty awesome because normally, like with zoos. They're obviously all behind these like big gates and, you know, you have to say three riddles and, you know, harvest a kidney in order to get tickets to these things. Um, but no, they just let the flamingos in its pain just chill out and you can you can see them. Um, and they had like a nice wee park bit at the front of the zoo before you get your tickets. Um, so if you just want to go there and chill, um, I'd highly recommend it. Um, I was a little bit sad we didn't have enough time for the zoo. Um, we didn't, we didn't because... know it was there. We we, we no. didn't we didn't realize at all because as you said you, you could kind miss of, it. Yeah, you could blink and you, you could miss it because everybody's mostly focused on the the station and things like that. Yeah, and going um, up the Diamonds District. Yeah. Yeah. So we we just we saw Zoo and we went oh, and then we saw that you could just walk in and it was like oh, and then yeah, obviously it's all it's penned off to a point where you can still see some of the other animals and things like that, you know, uh, and and things like that. But then it's got like the actual proper part of the zoo oh. and yeah it was it, it just it was a complete surprise and we probably could have gone if we hadn't discovered it you know i think it was about 30 minutes before we were supposed to leave yeah <laughs> yeah it was because we were i think we were looking for snacks for the bus home and then yeah. we we're like oh what's this and you, they have these beautiful pillars um with like mosaics of animals um which is from when the 
the zoo first opened in the Victorian times. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, yeah, found out it was a zoo. But to make matters worse, I'm going to make this worse. We're going to have to go back. Um, that it has the largest collection of animals in Europe. Yeah, which we didn't know at the time, of course. Uh, we, we discovered this later. Um, so to give you an idea, right, Edinburgh Zoo, um, which is probably, I think it's one of the most popular zoos in Scotland, if not the popular zoo, only has 171 species of animals. London has 675 Taronga Zoo, another famous zoo in Sydney, that only has 150. I did not know Taronga Zoo was smaller than Edinburgh. It's on an island. It's, it's yeah. Oh. Well, Antwerp Zoo has 950 species of animal. Oof. And we only saw like three. Yeah. Four <laughs> if you include yourself. But, you know. Well, yeah, I, I, but I'm not... <laughs> I, I'm not on on show there. Um, uh, otherwise, I would have included myself. Uh, yeah, I, I think human yeah human zoos were still a thing at the time Antwerp Zoo was open, but they're they're very correctly not a thing now. So, anywho, that is um, everything I've got about our experience in Antwerp. Have I missed anything? Well, that brings us very nicely to Al's bite-sized wiener. <sighs> Don't sound so defeated. I I let you have your thing with your your facts and and things like that, and I even complimented right. your facts. So okay, show us your weenie. Show us your weenie. Okay, so we went to a Belgium waffle house. Shock. Of course we did. This is what they're famous for. This is what they're known for: Belgium chocolate and waffles. And they were really good. Um, the uh, I think the place was just called. Waffle House, wasn't it? Yep. Yep, just Waffle House. It's a chain. Um, uh, so you could probably get it other, other places, but obviously having it in Antwerp was was uh, uh, quite special. We had uh, Belgian chocolate and whipped cream on waffles. Uh, nothing out of this world um, uh, as far as toppings, but you could, you, you could get other toppings and things like that. They had other yeah. food that you could get, but we weren't overly hungry and we kind of just thought well you know what let's rather than just say you know let's go get a burger we were like right let's go get some belgian waffles because yeah they, to they be must, fair they must we be delicious picking a lot at yeah. the food festival we were picking a lot so yes um and also as well um they were the liege waffles because i didn't yeah. realize there was actually different types of waffles i thought it was just waffles <laughs> like waffle shaped waffles um, yeah. Like obviously, I know potato waffles, but you know, I mean those kind of waffles. But no, we had the liege waffles, which are apparently the most traditional style of waffles you can get in Belgium. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, if you're ever in Belgium or Antwerp in particular, uh, check them out. Uh, really tasty food. Um, Belgium mm. chocolate is wow. Yeah, it is. It lives up to the <clears> hype. Um, really, really good. Um, so Waffle House. Um, and in particular, your Belgium chocolate and um, whipped cream gets the uh, golden weenie hey. uh, for, this, for this episode. So, yeah, finally something that isn't like a burger or, or um, a hot dog <laughs> and, and things like that. I've, I've chosen something that's, uh, uh, you know, more of a dessert this time, which is mm. a nice little change of pace, you see. Yeah. I told you it was worth waiting for. Oh, your weenie's always worth waiting for. 
That is the first and only time you've ever said that. And it'll be the last. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Right. All right. Meow, meow beans. Um, and would we go back? AJ, kick us off. Let's boot this baby home. Um, meow, meow beans. I am going to give Antwerp. Oh. I'm going to give Antwerp a four. Four? Okay. Mm hmm. Why? Um, as as I as I've said earlier, it was it was a very welcome after my experience in Amsterdam. Um, I loved the vibrancy of the city. I loved how friendly it was. I loved how easy it was to navigate. You would honestly think that being the diamond capital of the world, that it would be extortionate, and it was. By no means. It was so affordable. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it was just an all-round great day. Um, easy to get to from Meinhoven. I would happily go back and stay. Um, and I think as well with Belgium, a lot of people do like Brussels or Bruges or Ghent. Um, I think Antwerp's really under the radar. Um, so, yeah, four. What about you? Um, I'm going to go a three. And the reason being is not because I had a negative experience at all. I agree with everything you just said. And it definitely was a, a lovely change of pace. I just feel we didn't do enough. I feel we should have mm. stayed there. I feel like we could have done two or three days um, in Antwerp mm. or Belgium in general. Uh, we could have done like if we'd stayed in, say, Bruges or, or, um, uh, or in Antwerp itself, we could have probably toured around the country a little bit more so it's mm. more it's more just um yeah i just feel we could have got more out of uh out of staying there so that's the only reason it would be a three but um as far as uh would i you know take me back now um uh maybe someday or nah it'll be fine i'm gonna say take me back someday it's not um it's not the top of my list to go back but it's definitely a country that i would happily explore more um and and a city in particular that i would love to explore more what yeah, about you i would say take me back right now oh okay wow yeah i would say take me back right now friends um i really enjoyed it um i get what you mean i think we did we did very well with the time that we had but oh, I, do absolutely. Agree. I would love to stay um two or three nights there um yeah um yeah, I would I would love to go back. If you if you said to me, right, next holiday we'll go back to Antwerp, I would not quibble at all. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that is it. Um AJ, what is the uh the next episode? I am so excited for the next episode. Oh, I know. It's Luxembourg. <laughs> we have been waiting for this one. Um Yes. Yeah, this this one, strap yourselves in, ladies and gentlemen. This one is going to be a long one. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, have, we have got a lot to talk about um, for such a small country, but we have got a lot to talk about um, on the next episode. So um, that is it for us. Um, we will continue to try and pump out these episodes as much as humanly possible, hence the change to sometimes biweekly. Uh, we are 
just trying to, to obviously get everything done um, in our own lives as well as record the podcast. So we're going to try and be as, as absolutely regular as possible. Please uh, continue to, to support us on our social media channels and everything like that. Um, and also hit the, the notification for the podcast itself because God knows when we're actually going to be uploading. Um, so it's always good just to get that notification. AJ, anything you want to f- add finally to the to the episode? Um, well, we do have a new way of you being able to thank us if you do like our content. Um, so we will put a link in with the podcast for each of the episodes. But you can actually buy us treats now. Oh, while we're away. You can buy us treats while we're away now. Yes. So if you are really enjoy the golden weenie section, um, you could potentially be helping us find the golden weenie for our next adventures. Um, so if you're feeling generous enough, um, please feel free to click the link in um, the episodes um, and it'll give you the opportunity to buy us some treats. Brilliant. And we'll obviously shout out um, anyone who does do that. Of course. Um, and we will give you a full uh, uh, breakdown of what, we're, what where your money goes and, uh, you know, how, how good the said food item or drink item was. Uh, yes. But no, that's brilliant. Absolutely. Definitely get onto that as well. Um, so that is it from us, guys. Um, thank you again for, for listening. And we will continue to be the voices in your head. <laughs>